instrument-set decontamination workflows designed for success in sterile processing by Courtney Mace Davis and Joan M. Spear. Abstract In sterile processing, several factors can result in confusion and unpredictable quality outcomes in surgical instrument sets, including the large number of instruments to manage, the complexity of certain instruments, and the multiple instructions for cleaning solutions and cleaning equipment for use. At a multi-hospital health system, the director of sterile processing had a vision that involved designing standard decontamination workflows and standardized cleaning pathways based on quality concepts to support patient safety. When there was a pause in elective surgeries in the spring of 2020 as a result of the spread of coronavirus disease 2019, sterile processing personnel became available to participate in a project to create and test these new standardized cleaning pathways and decontamination workflows. This article provides an overview of the inception and execution of this project and how instrument cleaning and decontamination was streamlined to promote a more efficient workflow for sterile processing. Sterile processing personnel are challenged every day to provide clean, sterile, and accurate surgical instrument sets every time for every procedure. Cleaning instruments according to the Manufacturer's Instructions for Use, IFU, is one critical step in the reprocessing of an instrument set. An instrument set for the OR can contain instruments from multiple vendors, each with IFU that may have slight variations in cleaning instructions. When sterile processing personnel clean instrument sets in the decontamination room, it is impractical for them to refer to each manufacturer's IFU for cleaning guidelines. In addition, every make and model of equipment and every cleaning agent used in decontamination also has individual IFU. At our facility, the sterile processing leadership team determined that expecting every sterile processing technician to look at or know every IFU for each set, each instrument, each piece of equipment, and each cleaning agent had a high probability for failure. This situation created an opportunity for the director of sterile processing to apply quality principles, for example, standardization, routine audits, clear instructions, process monitors, documentation used in manufacturing, to create standard workflow pathways for each instrument set based on the required cleaning steps. The director's experience in sterile processing management is that when healthcare workers feel overwhelmed, they may be more likely to make mistakes that lead to undesirable outcomes. For example, inconsistency in cleaning instrument sets, improperly cleaned instruments, long processing times causing procedure delays, staff member frustration and turnover. Our sterile processing department had experienced all these outcomes. To address the issue, sterile processing managers decided to test the Institute of Medicine's claim that, quote, errors can be prevented by designing systems that make it hard for people to do the wrong thing and easy for people to do the right thing, end quote. In collaboration with OR personnel, the sterile processing leadership team 
which consisted of the director of sterile processing and the sterile processing managers of each hospital within the health system, performed a literature review for guidance on sterile processing quality management. This team used the AORN, Guideline for Care and Cleaning of Surgical Instruments, and the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, Association for the Advancement of Medical Instrumentation, AAMI, ANSI slash AAMI Standard 90 from 2017. Processing of Healthcare Products, Quality Management Systems for Processing and Healthcare Facilities. For information on quality management for instrument processing. Using these guidelines, the Director of Sterile Processing outlined a plan to measure and test the effectiveness of the proposed decontamination processes using a cleanliness verification product to test the most difficult-to-clean instruments. Project Setting and Impetus for Improvement The setting for the project was North Shore University Health System in Evanston, Illinois. At the time of this project, the health system included four hospital-based sterile processing departments. The director of sterile processing included all four hospitals in the initial review and data collection phase of the project, but only selected one hospital for the initial testing of the defined workflow and cleaning pathway steps. Personnel at the chosen hospital perform approximately 1,000 surgical procedures each month, resulting in the processing of approximately 4,400 instrument sets. The primary specialties at this hospital include general surgery, urology, robotics, and ophthalmology. The director of sterile processing had a vision for the concept of standard workflows that included creating consistent and easy-to-follow decontamination workflows based on clearly identified cleaning steps, instrument characteristics, and grouping instruments into specific standardized cleaning pathways. The steps in the workflow would provide a clear explanation of all phases of the decontamination process based on the individual instrument's IFU, the facility-specific cleaning equipment, and the cleaning agents. Using ANSI AAMI Standard 90 from 2017, the AORN Guideline for Care and Cleaning of Surgical Instruments, and other quality management resources, for example, technical information reports, books, IFU, flowcharts. The Director of Sterile Processing designed standardized processes that would be communicated to all current sterile processing personnel via an educational program, and also included a new sterile processing personnel orientation. The Director of Sterile Processing also reviewed the concept of facility-validated instrument processing and planned to implement cleanliness testing to ensure the cleaning steps, cleaning agents, and equipment used were effective. In the spring of 2020, the health system paused elective surgeries to slow the spread of coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19. As a result, sterile processing personnel were faced with a lower volume of work. The health system management team challenged the director of sterile processing to support COVID-19 response efforts by sending personnel to other areas of the hospital to clean powered air purifying respirator units or to identify valuable work for sterile processing staff members within their respective department or in other departments as part of the health system's labor pool. 
During this period, when the demand for sterile processing services was dramatically reduced because of the pause on all elective surgeries and budgets were constrained, sterile processing staff members became available for approved daily operations and proposed quality improvement initiatives. The director of sterile processing proposed that a team of trained sterile processing technicians conduct a formal IFU review to identify process families within the current decontamination workflows. Although the perioperative management team was initially skeptical of the project, because this activity was something not traditionally undertaken in a sterile processing department, the director of sterile processing discussed the benefits of this project with the perioperative management team to gain buy-in. These benefits included 1. Creating consistent, reliable, repeatable, and IFU-compliant decontamination processes. 2. Improving work processes to ensure patient safety. 3. Identifying unique opportunities and issues within individual facilities as the key to quality management. That is, quality experts recognize that simply copying best practices from one facility does not result in best practices at another. And 4. Supporting consistent quality in surgical instrument sets and improving the work life of sterile processing personnel. Goals and Project Design After receiving approval from the health system management team, the director of sterile processing used a quality concept of standardization to build the project outline. Using the Pareto Principle, which is commonly referred to as the 80-20 rule, the director of sterile processing realized that 80% of the work volume at each hospital was created by approximately 20% of the instrument sets, that is, the high-volume sets. The sterile processing team reviewed the instrument sets that were used within the previous 12 months. They identified the sets that were seldom or no longer used and labeled them as low-volume. They also identified the high-volume sets that would be included in the project. Tackling this extensive project by applying well-established principles such as the Pareto Principle, allowed the designated sterile processing team to proceed using an orderly and manageable approach. The director of sterile processing drafted a detailed work plan to capture all information for the review documentation. The director of sterile processing developed clear goals to ensure measurable project outcomes. Identified goals included the following. 1. Improve the consistency of the instrument sets delivered to the ORs. Developing standard processes will promote consistency. 2. Review the IFU for all instruments in use and identify outliers. For example, instruments used in robotics and ophthalmology that are processed using specialized cleaning methods. 3. Review the IFU for all decontamination equipment and cleaning agents used at each hospital. 4. Identify the individual cleaning steps and then detail each step based on review and testing to ensure standardization across all hospitals and all personnel. 5. Design cleaning pathways for decontamination workflows to promote effective and standardized cleaning practices. 6. Validate the effectiveness of cleaning using standardized processes at each hospital within the health system through review, monitoring, and analysis of findings. 
and 7. Eliminate departmental confusion around variations in language found in manufacturer's IFU. Implementation An instrument count sheet is a list of every instrument in an instrument set and serves as a communication tool for personnel in both the sterile processing department and the OR. See Supplementary Figure 1. Early in the project, while reviewing the count sheets, the sterile processing team determined that the information on the instrument count sheets was not accurate. Inaccurate information included items that were needed in the set and not listed on the instrument count sheets. The sterile processing and OR team members identified this inaccuracy as a source of communication problems between the OR and sterile processing personnel. Correct information on the instrument count sheet is important for both sterile processing and OR staff members. The director of sterile processing added a step to the project to identify the inaccuracies. One of each instrument set type would be open to conduct a physical inventory of the contents. This step of identifying individual instruments by catalog number and vendor would ensure that each instrument set count sheet was correct and would give the sterile processing personnel the opportunity to select all applicable IFU for each instrument set. This added step resulted in count sheets that used a standardized format and instrument nomenclature. The sterile processing team found other inconsistencies during the physical inventory. For example, tip protectors used incorrectly mixed metals. The sterile processing team also recorded the instrument's set weights during inventory. To document the work progress, the director of sterile processing created a spreadsheet of the instrument sets and information collected. The initial spreadsheet information included 1. Required soak time 2. Required ultrasonic processing time 3. Whether the set required hand washing or washer decontaminator cleaning 4. Total instrument set weight and 5. A catch-all notes section For example, special instructions such as device assembly or disassembly The sterile processing director's addition of the physical inventory of the contents of the instrument sets was a crucial step in this project. This step made the review by the sterile processing team objective and provided additional data that was later used for sorting and measurement. For example, identifying the percentage of set count sheets with incorrect or incomplete information, opportunity for streamlining. The final categories of instrument set information included on the spreadsheet were as follows. Instrument set name, product family group or processing category, specialty, steam sterilizer cycle, low temperature sterilizer cycle, maximum process cycles, time from point of use to decontamination soak minutes, brush number and flush amount or number, ultrasonic minutes, washer cycle, brush specifics, cleaning accessories, disassembly required, lubrication, packing type, and instrument set weight. Reviewing IFU and instrument set contents. The compilation of the instrument set data from all four hospitals took the designated sterile processing team approximately four months to complete. Sterile processing personnel did not work on this project every day 
and the initial work was slow, as adjustments were made to the review process and data to be captured. The director of sterile processing made the process more efficient by adjusting the spreadsheet categories and revising the instructions for the physical inventory. Because so many adjustments during the initial data collection and review process were required, the sterile processing managers began to question if the team could reach the project goals of creating standardized cleaning pathways and decontamination workflows. Reviewing hundreds of IFU is a challenging task, and the sterile processing review team was overwhelmed with the complexity of compiling the information. The sterile processing review team compiled the data to identify patterns and the potential for similar process groupings that reinforced the sterile processing director's belief that designing cleaning pathways to support workflows was indeed possible. The sterile processing review team was re-energized after recognizing the potential workflow commonalities among the instrument sets with regard to decontamination. This psychological boost derived from accomplishing a process that would make daily work life more manageable, was especially critical to the success of this project in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. The human side of this project is important to acknowledge. External pandemic uncertainty and internal workplace uncertainty made regular feedback from sterile processing employees and reminders of the project end goals essential to success. Although the sterile processing managers could visualize the outcome with defined workflows and cleaning pathways in place, sterile processing personnel completing the work expressed frustration with having to manage so many IFU. The sterile processing review team members were technicians who pivoted from their familiar daily routines to focus on a new and sometimes unfamiliar project. The director of sterile processing discussed questions and concerns with the team members on a regular basis, to break the tedious nature of the work they were doing, and to maintain their confidence in the project. Frequent feedback from sterile processing managers provided the team with motivation as they continued to build trust in the project. Finding Commonalities to Create Condensed Cleaning Pathways Using the data compiled from the most frequently used instrument sets, the director of sterile processing identified the following process families and the resulting cleaning pathways. 1. Automated washer. 2. Automated washer with ultrasonic cleaner. 3. Hand wash. And 4. Hand wash with ultrasonic cleaner. After reviewing multiple IFU, for example, instruments, cleaning equipment, cleaning agents, the sterile processing review team proposed condensing the cleaning steps to standardize the cleaning processes required for decontamination. See sidebar 1. Point-of-use actions to be taken in preparation for transport to decontamination, soak times, and ultrasonic cleaning times, were defined in the IFU. However, the minimum times for the cool water and final rinses often were not. For the purpose of our project, A cool water rinse was defined as moving the instrument back and forth five times under a shower head or faucet, and a critical water rinse was defined as soaking the instrument for at least 30 seconds, or if using a faucet, moving the instrument back and forth five times. The information from the data gathering spreadsheet used by the sterile processing team 
identified that many of the instruments were validated for cleaning in the automated washers. The sterile processing team reviewed the IFU for all automated washers and the system-wide approved cleaning agents, and designed a standardized workflow for instruments approved for cleaning in an automated washer. The manual cleaning steps required for these instruments before automated washer use are similar and easy to define. For example, when looking at soak time, the IFU for enzymatic cleaning solution was validated for four minutes. The soaking could be performed in parallel with the flushing of instruments, as long as the instruments remained submerged, and both of these activities could be tracked with one timer. Instrument brushing also is performed underwater, so both soaking and brushing could be done concurrently when instruments remain submerged. A thorough visual inspection also should be completed during each step of the cleaning process. The Director of Sterile Processing consolidated the steps to streamline the decontamination process, making performing and teaching the steps easier. Testing New Cleaning Pathways The Sterile Processing Leadership Team conducted a series of tests to confirm the effectiveness of the decontamination process. System-wide instrument sets varied because each hospital performed different specialties. Therefore, the instruments used for testing were not the same across the four hospitals. The most challenging sets at one location would not necessarily be the most challenging sets at another. Because of these differences, the Director of Sterile Processing made the decision to test the proposed cleaning pathway workflows at one hospital at a time. When the cleaning pathway workflow was defined, documented, and implemented successfully at the first hospital, the testing began at the next hospital. This was necessary not only because of the differences in instrument sets, but also because of the varying types and brands of equipment. The first group of tests focused on the time between point-of-use preparation in the OR and decontamination. The sterile processing leadership team selected three instrument sets that contained complex instruments for testing. See Figure 1. Complex or difficult-to-clean instruments may include hidden surfaces, inaccessible surfaces, sliding surfaces, or lumens. The sterile processing leadership team selected complex instrument sets for the evaluation based on the idea that, quote, evaluating the most difficult instruments to clean provides a robust measure of cleaning effectiveness, end quote. Point-of-use actions in preparation for transport are important for subsequent decontamination and sterile processing. Instruments should be kept moist with either a pretreatment agent or a towel moistened with water. The pretreatment spray used in the OR to keep instruments moist in preparation for transport to decontamination has a label claim of effectiveness for 72 hours from the time of application to beginning the decontamination process. Our tests incorporated the worst-case scenarios within the constraints of the IFU. Therefore, we did not process instruments until 72 hours after application during testing. For the initial site testing, we determined that the most challenging and difficult-to-clean instrument sets were a laparoscopic gynecology set, a cynoscopy set, and a set with a high number of instruments. After the sets were used in procedures on a Friday morning, the OR staff members used the pretreatment spray on the instrument sets at the point of use, and then quarantined the sets in a secure location. 
the OR manager labeled the sets as, quote, test sets, end quote, with instructions for sterile processing not to process these sets until Monday morning. These instructions were printed on a red card and affixed to the individual sets. 72 hours after preparation at the point of use, sterile processing technicians processed the test sets in the decontamination room using the newly documented workflows and standardized cleaning pathways. This part of the testing took much longer than expected because the sterile processing personnel performing the cleaning were not familiar with the process times and exact steps. The sterile processing manager selected experienced sterile processing personnel, who were not part of the review team, to use the newly designed cleaning pathway workflow. Even though the steps were more streamlined, the personnel performing the cleaning identified the change as difficult, specifically citing the need to focus on following the steps exactly. However, all the other sterile processing personnel took interest in the trial and were optimistic that there had to be a better way to clean instruments. The current decontamination workflow did not follow consistent cleaning steps, which caused confusion and processing delays. Instrument Cleanliness Validation After the sterile processing personnel completed the decontamination steps according to the trial cleaning pathway workflows, the sterile processing manager performed cleanliness testing on three instruments from each of the three test instrument sets. See Figure 2. At least one instrument from each of these sets was a suction or contained a lumen. The cleanliness testing included a visual inspection and cleanliness verification. The cleanliness verification product used measured residual protein levels and provided results in 10 seconds. The sterile processing manager recorded the test results on a log sheet and included the date of testing, the instruments tested, decontamination start time, staff member who performed decontamination, washer number, and staff member who performed testing. Of the nine challenging instruments tested, all passed the visual inspection and cleanliness verification tests. The sterile processing director and manager gained confidence that the standardized workflows and cleaning pathways were successful based on the results of the cleanliness verification testing. Next Steps The sterile processing manager plans to implement periodic testing using the same protocol as part of a quality management system to ensure cleaning process effectiveness. The director of sterile processing, in collaboration with the infection preventionist and the perioperative director, finalized and implemented the cleaning pathways based on the testing to validate the cleaning process at the first hospital. The director of sterile processing plans to develop standardized workflows and cleaning pathways at each hospital based on the unique physical challenges at those hospitals, as well as the concepts and standardized cleaning steps developed during this project. A multidisciplinary team consisting of infection prevention and control personnel and sterile processing leaders has been formed and has reviewed the proposed decontamination cleaning pathways and testing protocols. This team will establish a frequency for testing, identify where results will be stored, and develop a plan to facilitate a root cause analysis when a cleanliness test fails. Current procedures will be followed when there is a failed cleanliness test. The instrument will be returned to decontamination for repeat cleaning. The multidisciplinary group supports this statement made in 
ANSI AAMI Standard 90, quote, Guidelines are intended to promote quality processes and methods to assist healthcare personnel in proper application to achieve acceptable and reproducible results. End quote. The Director of Sterile Processing will work with infection control personnel and continue to make decisions and update processes based on new information and guidelines. After approval from the Infection Prevention and Control Committee, the Director of Sterile Processing will initiate decontamination workflows and standardize cleaning pathways at the other hospitals in the health system. Sterile processing managers will develop a communication plan to ensure that all sterile processing personnel receive education and have access to the decontamination workflows. Documentation of all processes and education is critical as the standardized count sheets and decontamination workflows are combined with the cleaning pathways. Finally, the director and managers of sterile processing, in collaboration with OR leaders, developed a formal process for reviewing IFU for all new devices as a result of this project. Conclusion Faced with a low volume of work after elective surgery was halted to slow the spread of COVID-19, Sterile processing personnel began a project to create standardized cleaning pathways to improve efficiency of instrument-set decontamination. This project included an extensive review of IFU, that is, instruments, cleaning equipment, cleaning solutions, a review of instrument tray used to identify high-volume instrument sets to focus on changes that would make the biggest difference, and a physical inventory of the high-volume trays to correct any discrepancies. The Director of Sterile Processing conducted a thorough assessment of surgical instrument processing and applied quality principles used in manufacturing. Standardized cleaning pathways create an environment for success by incorporating routine, easy-to-teach cleaning steps into a workflow. Meeting the challenge of designing a system that validates these cleaning processes within a facility and providing personnel with the tools they need to be successful continues to be a driving force in the sterile processing department.